welcome to the Excuse My African podcast. My name is Stella Damasis and I am your host. Join me as I take you on a journey through the eyes of a misrepresented and misunderstood African girl abroad. In this episode, I will talk about an African Amazon. I'm so excited to talk about this um, topic today because the person that I want to speak about is someone I've actually met in person, which is like something I had to strike off my bucket list because I said that in my lifetime, I would love to meet the women who have held Africa together, the people that are my idols, people that I really respect and admire, women who are different, who are educated, who are smart, who are career-driven, who are also family women, women who have shown the world that it is possible to have it all. You can have your family, you can have your work, you can have your ministry, you can have everything you want to do as long as you plan and you have a vision and you know who you are. This woman that I want to profile today is someone that I feel everyone should read about. Please look her up. If you're a person who's interested in Africa, or you're African, or you're of African descent, or wherever you're from, I mean, if you really want to know about the real Africa, there are some people that you should know about. There are some people that our kids should know about. There are some people that we should study. You know, people that should be added in our history books, people that our young kids have to know, especially our young African kids, they have to know about women like this the young girls of africa have to know about women like this because these are the kind of women that you want to look up to now i'm just going to tell you a bit about her hoping that it will spark off this uh, desire to know her more because there are so many others like her and i hope to get to profile them as we go along i'm just so excited to talk about her she is honorable martha karua this person is a kenyan politician This woman is a beautiful, strong woman, a former long-standing member of parliament and an advocate of the High Court of Kenya. She was a minister of justice until 2009. She consistently fought for the protection of women's rights and improvements to the democratic process. She was appointed magistrate in her 20s. She was 24. I mean, she told a story about when she went to court with her father and she saw someone sitting at the head of the table. They called the person a judge and everyone stood up and respected that person. And the person decided what was going to happen. And there was so much respect for that person. And she left the court that day with her father at a very tender age. And she said to her father, I want to be a judge. And her father said, why? And she said, because I want to be in charge, I want to be respected and I want to tell people what to do. And her father said, you know what? You have a right to be whoever you want to be. Just study hard and you will live your dreams. And true to her word, at the age of 24, she was appointed magistrate in Kenya. A lot of people might hear the story and wonder, you know, what's the big deal? But you do not understand what it means to be an African woman born in Africa, growing up as a young girl going to school, being allowed to go to school, and then studying law, and then becoming a magistrate, and then going into politics as an African woman. And then she went into private practice after a while, and she started taking on pro bono cases, fighting for the rights of everyone. 
especially women's rights. And this was at the risk of losing her freedom because she was fighting a lot of, you know, politicians. She was fighting a lot of things that the constitution, things that she knew were harmful to the people. She was fighting a lot of that and she was protecting and, you know, representing people who were human rights activists. And she became an activist herself. But she knew that her life was in danger. She was receiving threats, death threats and all of that. And then she called her children one day, her young children, and she was explaining to them that a bad man, who was a president at that time, that a bad man might take her away. She was just preparing their minds because she wasn't sure if she would come back home each time she left the house. Imagine a woman living that kind of life and not knowing what will happen, but not being deterred by all of that. She kept going and she kept going and she became a presidential candidate a few years ago, but unfortunately didn't win. Not because she wasn't the best candidate, but because people still have issues with voting a woman to become president, which is a problem I think happens all over the world, not just in Africa. It happened in America as well. Hey, hey, yeah. But in Africa, it's even worse because they just feel like it's a wasted vote. But we don't realize that as Africans, when we've complained about an issue for so long, for decades, when you do the same thing, you will get the same results. But if we want something different, then try a different tactic. Try a different strategy. That might work. So, of course, they didn't vote for her enough for her to win, which hurt me because when I heard her speak, guys, when I say I met with her, I was trembling. Okay, so here's what happened. I was invited to Arizona to be a speaker and a host for an event. It was a ministry that was being launched by a very wonderful woman. And I was one of the speakers and the Honorable was one of the speakers as well. So when they came to pick me up at my hotel, the first day we got there for dinner, they picked me up at my hotel and they took me to another hotel to pick her up. When she walked into the car, trust me, I was so like, I didn't know what to say. I was, you know, when they say someone is starstruck, you would think that I'm the actor, you know, I'm the celebrity. And she was like, oh my goodness, it's so good to meet you. And I had to comport myself. I had to behave myself in such a manner. I had to pretend like I had it all together, but I was yelling and screaming inside of my chest, but I didn't want to make a fool of myself. I really wanted to scream and say, it is an honor to share the same space with you. And just a few minutes we spent in the car, she said a lot of things that were happening in politics, a lot of things that she knew people could do to change the economy, the education system, the health system, things that are happening in Africa and all over the world. She has traveled to almost every part of the world. I mean, it's crazy. Even on the day of the event when she spoke, I stood up. I'm Nigerian. I'm not Kenyan, but I'm African. And I said, even though I'm not Kenyan, if you would please run again for president, I would stand with you. I said that to her. And I'm not usually a politics person. I just speak my mind. But I said, if you would run again, even though I'm not Kenyan, I will stand with you. Because these are the kind of women that we need in the world today. Women who know exactly what the problem is, who feel the problems that people feel. Because she's a mother, she's a nurturer, she's a manager, but she's also an intelligent lawyer who was appointed magistrate at that age. You know, who has represented people, who's worked in politics, who's been in parliament. She's done it all. She has done it all. And she is for the people. She has a heart for the people. And she is determined to see women and young girls grow. These are the kind of women we should celebrate. I mean, I could probably meet one or two celebrities and not be as excited. I mean, I'll be very honored to meet them. But 
the way I felt when I met a living legend, because that's who she is, the kind of transformation that she brought to the people of Kenya, the kind of amazing things that she did for those people when they needed someone to save them, she was there. That is why I'm urging everyone, please, if you can, read up, Google, find as much information as you can about Honorable Martha Karua. Share that information with your children, with your friends, with your neighbors. These are the people we should talk about all the time. I cannot wait for you to share your findings. Just tell me what you found out. Tell me what you think about her. And let's know how we can celebrate these people because I am in. I'm all in. Let's celebrate them together. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And I hope you'll join me again for the next one. You can contact me via email, excusemyafrican at gmail.com or visit the website, excusemyafrican.com for more details. Remember to stay positive and give love. <music>